Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. Kingdom investing. What is it? What does it look like? Is it for business? Is it just for making money? In fact, does God even like business and the making of money? Doesn't the Bible say that the money is a root of all evil? No, 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 no. The Bible does say that money is the root of all sorts of evil, but money is neutral. It can be used for good and for evil. God chooses some in our world to have plenty and others to have less, but to all of us, he gives us enough. For some, though, he is given a brain to see ways to multiply money and put that money into action and move forward the agenda of the kingdom. Just like the good and the faithful stewards who doubled the master's money while he was away, all of us have been called to be faithful stewards. But what does it look like to take the master's money and double it or triple it or quadruple it or quintuple it? What kind of impact can you make with investments in ventures that produce even more wealth? Hey, Luke Andrews is back on today. Dave's on vacation golfing or doing something like that. But Luke Andrews from Bel Air Wealth Management is back on the air with us today. Check him out online, bwmadvisors.com. Private equity, I'll let, I won't steal Chris's show or his thunder, you know, but Chris has a vision or his company, Mama Society, uh, basically brings together kingdom-minded investors and, and, and finds kingdom-minded businesses and he, whether they, they, they buy a controlling majority or they invest in it, but they take, uh, you know, investment money from believers and invest it in kingdom-minded business owners' businesses, obviously for a return on your investment and a profit and so forth. So, you know, there's just a lot of similarities. And when I met Chris, he's extremely impressive, you know, just had some really, really neat businesses that, you know, he's invested in or a part of and, you know, has a great vision. And, um, you know, obviously, actually not a short time ago at Kingdom Advisors Conference, uh, I was introduced to Harry or Henry Monmouth um, and heard his story. So when I heard Monmouth Society, I was like, okay, got it. No kidding. You know, it's, you know, it's kind of the unsung heroes that get the gospel out. And, uh, but I won't, I won't steal Chris's thunder. I'll let him share more about that. But that's, that's why I wanted him to, to be on the show today. Cause I think the more people can hear about their story and what they're doing, more people can get involved mm-hmm. and, and have a nice return on your investment. But more importantly, in, invest in kingdom minded businesses. So, Chris, at what point in time did you realize that the Lord cared? What, what kind of degree were you getting when you were in California, sitting in that frat? You know, I, I'm classically trained as a graphic designer, and so my uh, most of my career was in marketing. I, I really came right out of school and started an agency, grew that, uh, did it three times over, sold the agency each time, you know, as I grew it. And uh, and through that process, I, I learned what it was like to be a CEO and certainly a Christian CEO, and and uh, it was uh, it, it had been a, a really wonderful journey um, running a company, uh, employing people, and, and, and hearing God's voice. 
So at what point in time, Chris, did you realize that the Lord cared as much about your work as a marketing guy, as a graphic designer, and now as an investment, uh, a private investment guy, as he did if you had become a pastor or a missionary? You know, the truth is, is I, I, I would call it during the 90s, really, what I, the, the, the quote that I had heard was, um, was that, uh, you know, relationship evangelism is best practiced in the workplace. So I remember going to my pastor and asking him, you know, I, I think I'm supposed to be in business, and, uh, you know, I'm thinking big business or something, and, and he kind of looked around and said, well, I think there's a couple business people in our church. You know, that guy over there owns a pool business, and I'm like, no, that's not really the kind of business I'm thinking about, But and uh, nothing against pool businesses. I'm just saying that, you know, I was looking mm-hmm. for something maybe that, that God wanted to do in, in kingdom, but I really grabbed onto the concept of a relationship evangelism and how we can practice that in the workplace. It seemed like it was really effective there to get to know someone. Um, Luke 16, 9 says, make friends for yourselves with worldly wealth so that they can receive you into eternal dwellings. I love that scripture. It's really a guiding scripture for me in that that regard. What is your kingdom purpose? Well, thank you. I, I would be very clear to say that we recognize that the Christian CEO is potentially the most underserved and misunderstood U.S. missionary today. Mm. Wow! Can they you have, say that? Ag- can you say that again? Well, I can. I'm going to say it in probably other words, but That's we okay. believe that the Christian CEO is perhaps the most misunderstood and underserved U.S. missionary today. Mm. And and if I can unpack that just for a moment, yeah. please. Um, I we uh, we took a really uh, hard look using some data and some friends that we have. Uh, that served the uh, Economic Advisory Committee to, to Trump, said, could you look at some data for us? We want to understand how many unbelievers are there in the workplace compared to a church on any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, the answers were significant. I'm going to jump right to the result. And it is that Christian CEOs at large, compared to pastors on any Sunday, have 840 times more unbeliever mindshare than those pastors on a Sunday. And it made me think, oh my goodness, we just, we are not supporting the Christian CEO. They have every opportunity to have an impact on their culture, their employees, their vendors, their suppliers, their communities. And uh, we really wanted to study what is it that we can do to get behind the Christian CEO to have that kind of impact. Um, And so we, to get to our kingdom purpose, very specifically, we uh, we really look at that Christian CEO and we say, we're going to come behind you with intercession, with peer advisory, and with capital resources so that you can experience God yourself and fully impact that culture that exists in your employees, clients, vendors, suppliers, and communities. You said you're going to come behind them with intercession? I mean, you're talking about praying for people? That's a help to a CEO? Unpack that one for me. I love the way that sounds, but unpack that. (laughs) Thank you for asking. I would call that our umbrella for all things Holy Spirit. We just, you know, my experience as a CEO was uh, started off on my own, but it was later that I was introduced to the concept of having an intercessor around me as I do this thing in the workplace. Um. I heard you say uh, in the introductory remarks that um, 
you know, it's sort of like, what does money have to do with Christianity? And yet there's this completely other side of the wall where there's a massive amount of, of CEOs that are believers that own businesses that are running them as good stewards. And uh, the tough part about being a CEO is you have family responsibilities, actually two families, one at home and one at work, quite frankly. You have uh, uh, issues with sales and trying to keep vision up and maybe uh, obligations to stakeholders. And you have uh, the weight of problems and uh, employee issues and such. And then guess what? You add Christianity on top of that, and now you're called to, you know, effectively be a steward of God's work in your company, or you feel like this is God owns my business, and so you kind of feel compelled to be a spiritual leader in, in your company, or maybe even, uh, you know, get on top of it by studying the Word more, and you, you get where I'm kind of going with this. So mm-hmm. the support network of having intercessors praying for you as a business person is so valuable, and I just think it is the effective model in the Word of being a king and a priest, um, you know, kind of a... a a business owner kind of partnered with an intercessor. Now, that that doesn't absolve the business owner from praying and getting right. close with the Lord, but it does mean that you can walk in tandem and in unity, and I believe that that is practicing kingdom. So for somebody who's never heard that before, Chris, they've never considered having someone that it is their role to be praying for that CEO, for the organization. What does that actually look like? Just so that they get a little glimpse of, in a kind of pique their interest, what that looks like. Well, thank you for asking. I I want to just qualify this, that this is an ongoing uh, challenge for us, that even us as private equity investors, we need to keep seeking the Lord ourselves on the, the full model. But I will tell you that I've seen all kinds of models out there. Mm-hmm. I've seen people partnering with their church and some of their lead prayers in the church. I've seen people um, ask close friends and family to be covering them as they walk through business. I've heard of intercessors who actually uh, offer services that um, to business owners, mm-hmm. and some as ministry, and I've even seen some as a a for-profit model that might surprise some people. And uh, it's a, it's kind of a thought process for us to go through, like, you know, what if we, you know, what if intercessors were, pray, were paid? Is that, is, that, is that weird? Is it awkward? I mean, I have to be honest that I was challenged by that at first going, am I, like, paying for divination or something? You know, I didn't want to go there, <laughs> but at the same time, sure. I wanted to know, like, you know, if this is a, a widow, right, or, uh, or someone who, who doesn't, uh, have regular employment, and this is something that I'm asking to do six, seven, eight hours a day, which some people do. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is: Should the, do, can I look at them as a consultant? Can I can I look at them as a as a partner in the business? And and how do I how do I help them cover their bills? Right. Do I ask the Lord? You know, should I give them something this month, or is it or is it uh, faithful to actually? Uh, you know, come up with a number that, that maybe they could be paid on a regular basis. I, I just want to tell you that our, our answer to it right now is that we, the way that we're handling it because of the uh, quantity of, of companies that we have and the number of people that we've attracted, a lot of us are, are just really invested in praying. So we are, we are heavy prayer people. We love to um, give an encouraging word or maybe highlight a scripture to a CEO that we were just praying for that morning. And I've got to tell you how powerful that is. Yeah. When that CEO is walking into the meeting and they get that text, you know, right at the right time. I mean, it just feels like God is walking with you into that meeting with you. Uh-huh. 
one of our CEOs um, was in New Zealand, got a phone call from their intercessor, which would have been like three in the morning, U.S. time, said, are you standing near an ocean right now? He said, yes. Are you with somebody? Yes. I believe the Lord woke me up to tell you that you're supposed to bring that person down to the ocean and baptize them. So, Luke, what was it about Chris Conant and the Monmouth Society that you said, I have got to awaken the I Work Ram audience to this movement of God? Well, I, like I had mentioned, you know, the the, the thought behind uh, Monmouth Mon Society is it's bringing kingdom-minded investors and, and helping them invest in kingdom-minded businesses. And what Chris has been talking about is one of their, you know, where they come alongside of CEOs with intercessory prayer. But I like the capital stuff, you know, the, the capital resources, the investments, which gives, you know, which gives uh, believers uh, an opportunity to invest in businesses you typically would not have no other opportunity to invest in. So there are some parallels with what I do as a financial advisor and biblically responsible investing, but I don't, real, I don't have access to the companies and to the Christian businesses that Chris has access to. That's the difference between private and what I do. Um, so I, I, did, I, I wanted to get Chris's message out there. The same way I come on your show once a month to get biblically responsible investing. It's an educational thing. We don't know what we don't know. So once you're exposed to it, now it's like, oh, wow. But there's some really cool technology things and businesses, and I don't know if we'll have time for Chris to get into any of that or what he can disclose on the air, but, you know, those are things that, that get me excited. And okay. anytime, you know, you're bringing all the, the kingdom-minded stuff together, I, that's, so that's why. All right, you've been listening to Ironwork Ram with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com.